Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. So I was um, talking to the president of Egypt today, you know, down there in Mexico. (laughs) Is is that bad to start the day like that? No, no, not when you're a public official on the taxpayer dime and you have seen dead people all week come on man and lie to the american public about what the report about you says blatantly i didn't willfully do- yes you did the report said you did you know the you know the thing Greg in Dallas, how you doing? Welcome inside the Six Hour Studios at AAR Ranch. Daniel Defense Mike X Insurance bringing it all to you today. Did you watch that debacle? Uh, no, I didn't waste my time. That wasn't a waste of time. That was worth every minute of wait. Look, I knew I would hear plenty of it at work today, so it was one of those where I'm 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 off work. I'm not working while I'm off work, so I didn't watch it. You know, that's kind of like waiting for the band to come out. And you've been there for three hours, and it's a really good band. You don't mind waiting. You, you get impatient, but you, you know, that's kind of what I felt like last night, waiting for Joe Biden to come out. I was yelling up to my wife, hurry, get down here. I got the popcorn made, you know? Yeah. Because that's what it was like. It was um, a very sad state of affairs. And I mean sad for the country. I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't wish any will, ill will on anybody. My, my father-in-law died of dementia. Uh, a year ago, May. It'll be two years coming up in May. Um, it's a very sad thing to see. And I see everything in Joe Biden that I saw in my father-in-law. Oh, yeah. You know, anybody who's been through that is very well aware of that. And I think the Democrat Party can no longer hide that anymore. And it's almost like they unleashed the press. Go ahead, hit it. This is the establishment coming after Joe Biden, everybody. I'm telling you, he's not going to be on the ticket. Let's go to Paul Markle, student of the gun. Out in beautiful Wyoming, where he's been sending me snow pics. It's been snowing like crazy out there, and it's so beautiful. But, Paul, you can have it. Welcome in, brother. Oh, well, well thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. We, uh, I guess we're paying, we're paying the price because we had a relatively mild winter up to this point. And then a couple of days ago, it settled over us, and it just, it, it, there was hardly any wind. And it just kept going and going and going. And then the next day, the wind picked up and it drifted, which is even more fun. But we're good. I mean, you know, I'm always at the point where it would be nice to be able to leave the house and go somewhere, but we don't have to. 
if the roads were closed for weeks on end, we would be fine. Uh, we would be fine. You mean you're prepared? Yeah, it's crazy. It's one of those weird, crazy things. So you uh, feel comfortable you because you're prepared. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah. See, look, Greg, he can't even wait. Hold on. Hold that thought. Let's let Greg tell people where they can watch the show and participate in the chat as well before we get started. Greg, would you kindly do that? Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. If you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com on the right-hand side of that website. You're going to see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, you'll see that watch live option. You'll also have the listen live option and the podcast link. If you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, you want to go where? Uh, let's let's go. Let's go to <laughs> let's the Butler it. County uh, Sheriff. You go to the Butler County Sheriff, or do you want to go to Biden? Do you want to hang into Biden? You want to you want to? I'll no, go anywhere you want. I, I would I would rather he just went away forever, but. Let, let, well, let's, yeah. well, they tie together because what the Butler County Sheriff said is a direct result of having a, a dementia-riddled pedophile criminal installed as the pseudo-president of the United States. You know, actions have consequences. And when, when you allow criminals to take over your government, You've got a problem, and then you have to deal with that problem. And the sheriff, he, you know, God bless him, he went out in front of his constituents and he said, look, we, we can't ignore this anymore. You know, and people are like, oh, you're trying to be to scare us and fear monger us. It's like, dude, if there's a lion in your front lawn and you tell your family, hey, there's a lion out there, they're like, oh, you're just trying to fear monger us and, and make us afraid. No, there's actually a lion outside, and if you go out there, you're going to get eaten. And, uh, you know, I, I, I sent that out and I told people, I was like, look, just listen to the first five minutes. And if you, if you think he's full of crap, then move on. Uh, but if you don't listen to what he said, and, you know, there was a couple of things that he said that I think were really illustrative. Did you get a chance to, to, to give it a listen? Yeah. And I, something I find interesting is what you, you said. If you if we let. Did we let this happen? Yes, we did. The, the American that, I think that's very important. That's a very important point that for many years we've talked about the fact that as conservative Americans, and I, I believe this, I, you know, and I, I have to admit that it, I'm, I'm guilty, too. And here's what I mean by this, ladies and gentlemen. Over the years, as a conservative American, like many of us, including yourself, likely, I've sat back and I've watched things unfold in, in this country. Uh, things to the detriment of this kind. I've watched it unfold. But I didn't stop watching Robert De Niro movies. I've seen Titanic. Okay, I didn't stop listening to music. Now, I, I, my kids, even my, when my kids were little, they knew if Bruce Springsteen or Rage Against the Machine would come on to turn that crap off. They knew it then and they know it now. There are some that are so egregious, I, I just don't, I can't even listen to uh, there are others that are left-wing goofballs like John Mellencamp, but, you know, I've, he's not as bad as others. I use him as an example because I like his music, and he's not out there running his gator all day long like he, you know, like some of these people do. Like that idiot from Green Day, you know, Billy wannabe, still a rock star, whatever he is. Yeah. Uh, but we continued to send our kids to the universities. We continued to pay for their movies. We continued to buy their music, right? We continue to watch the news with this level of acceptance. 
that, well, yeah, they're all left wing. It's just the way it is. We just have to deal with it. We have allowed the Democrat Party to become what it's become to the detriment of the nation. And I can proudly tell you I've never voted for a Democrat ever, and I never will ever. But we're all guilty to a certain extent of of allowing this to happen and sit back and look at where we are today and then try to make an excuse. No, we, we collectively let it happen, Paul, I think. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but... We all bear responsibility here, do we not, to a certain extent? You know, we, we've allowed ourselves to be bullied, literally, not figuratively. We've allowed ourselves to be literally bullied by a criminalist regime. There's a criminal regime holding Americans as political prisoners right now because they dared to exercise their constitutionally affirmed First Amendment rights. To, to peaceably assemble. I'm not talking about people who knocked over a podium or broke a window. Okay. And if you want to go there, I mean, we can go there all day long. They, they knocked over a podium and they broke a window and, are, and they trespassed. Oh, you mean like, like the BLM Antifas that burned down government buildings to the ground? How many of those BLM Antifas are being held as political prisoners uh, right now? How many of them were pardoned? How many of them were given time served and moved along? We have people who now we've got a criminal government who took air marshals and they even admitted it. They took the air marshals off of the planes and tasked them with going around the country to follow and monitor and investigate people who were in Washington, D.C. Not we read inside the story of here the, on the Capitol ne- building. We read it here yeah. on the show. Yeah, so we, we've got a criminal government literally bullying our citizens. And what are we doing? We're doing. Uh, if you look at Europe right now, Europe and the, the German farmers, the Irish farmers, the Belgian farmers, uh, the Italians, I just saw the Italians are doing it now, the farmers are protesting, and they're socialists. You know how far you have to push a socialist before they say, wow, maybe the government doesn't have my best interest at heart. But even, you know, when when European socialists are standing up, striking, you know, and doing what they're doing, and we're still cruising along like, well, boy, we're sure going to vote extra super hard this this November. Boy, we're going to vote our hearts out. Ladies and gentlemen, that it doesn't matter whether Dementia Joe, the, the freaking sleepy man, is on the ballot or not. Paul, hang tight. I hear the music. Yeah, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be, and it's Friday. The nation witnessed a very sad state of affairs last night. Terrible. But we'll talk about it when we come back, because we can. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Indeed, Daniel Defense does, in fact, represent freedom, passion, precision. Welcome back to Georgia's AAR Ranch. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense microphone, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. Six-hour studios lit up. X Insurance is presenting 
every moment of every broadcast. Make sure to check them out. You can visit them all at armedamericanradio.com, a live link to every single one of our partners, including most of our new ones, all of our new ones, Barrel Buddy, PT Ammo, Waft, Arms List, Goat Guns, great gifts for Valentine's for that gun lover, ladies and gentlemen, Goat Guns, use that AAR promo code and get uh, 10% off your purchase right off the bat on your first purchase over there at GoatGuns.com. Paul Markle, student of the gun, welcome back. I was searching for some audio for a clip to play from the Butler County Sheriff, and it's going to be kind of hard to do, I, I, only because the entire bit is great. But let's tie this to Biden, Paul, because he warned us throughout the audio about the meeting he was at in Washington, D.C., with the director of the FBI and the sheriffs across the country. And a couple big takeaways from that are that the administration, Biden himself, will not meet with any police or any sheriffs in the country, will not do it. And that's no. because he knows they don't support him, particularly the sheriffs. Some local police do, but those are big city Democrat-appointed police chiefs, right? We get that. Yeah, the, the, big, city co- the big city police chiefs are all Democrat hacks. Correct. Because the, they're, they're appointed by Democrat scum. Yeah, and the sheriffs and the sheriffs' associations around the country – Biden will not meet with them because the vast majority of them do not support him. But the warning that came from him was, again, not if, but when. And he goes into October 7th and how it was local authorities that really helped thwart that attack or lessen what it could have been. And the, I think the big takeaway that I had from that was the people who were trained to hate them are also trained to hate us. And I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but his big push was these people are coming across the border by thousands. They're already here. And mm. again, the director of the FBI made it clear that those are red flags. And the sheriff said, what I mean by red flags is, in context of what the director of the FBI was saying, was that those red flags are terrorist red flags, not red flags in the context of gun control. So I want to make right. that distinction. But um, and the administration will not meet with them to discuss any of it. And then so let's tie it to Biden. Like you said, it ties together with Biden because it does. We saw on full display last night. Biden at his weakest ever. And the, the, the Democrat Party, the press who's been covering for him are incapable of doing that now. It, it's, it can't be done. You can no longer. It's out. Well, you. You couldn't have done it three years ago. Uh, not not to people that are awake and paying attention, but there's a lot of people yeah. in the media. The administration's been hiding him, right? And it goes all the way back to the basement. But yeah. we're at a point now where the country knows we have someone at the helm who is not capable of being at the helm, likely isn't at the helm. And what the sheriff is saying is so vitally important that we have a commander in chief who simply cannot handle the job. Is that how you take away the tie-in from what the Butler County Sheriff was saying? Well, the, the, the main thing that I took from the Butler County Sheriff is he was imploring people to do two things. He was imp- he, and he did something that I that you rarely hear from the state. The state rarely will tell you as citizens you need to get training. You Correct. need to put in the effort and get the training. And he said, we're going to try and help, but we can't do. He said, we could do 30 a month and there's 400,000 people in my county. So that's not going to make a dent. That almost never happens because the state 
you know, that their their whole want and desire is to keep power. And how do you keep power? You keep power by getting people to be dependent upon you. You know, you, when, you, when you hear these Art Acevedo's and these so-called police chiefs, you know, telling the peasants, you don't get to take the law into your own hands, and that's, you don't need guns, and that's why we're here, and da-da-da-da-da. But this, that sheriff's like, look, he basically said what the, the, the chief of police of Detroit once said. It's like, my men cannot be everywhere all the time, even if they wanted to. You need to buy guns, get training, and be prepared to defend yourself. And then he also went on, and what's crazy is he took questions from reporters, and the reporter's like, well, what are you saying people should have? Should they have get, you know, food in their houses? Yeah. You, you know, you and I and your listening audience were like, this guy's like, yeah, like actually have food in your house and water in your house. You know, Wow. And my my thought was, like, how how do you, how is it that we're in the year 2024 and a reporter is like, well, do you think it's a good idea for people to have food in their houses, you know, like more than a day's worth? Yeah. Yeah. Likely that reporter comes from a place where he is, I won't say incapable, unable to provide for his own defense. Because he lives in a place, well, yeah, and because of that, that's the second. That's the second part. He can't comprehend that part of it. That I am responsible for taking care of myself. That's yeah. the bubble, right? That we talk about. These are the people that live in the bubble that just simply mm-hmm. don't get it. And you're right when you mentioned. I believe his name was Clark in Detroit. Great sheriff. Good heavens. We all need one. We all need a Grady Judd. No, you know? Clark we all need in, a sheriff. In, Mark's in Milwaukee. Um, Craig. Craig was his name. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, Chief Craig. Craig. Yeah, yeah, different seat. But, yeah, still a good guy. And Chief Craig, you know, he miraculous, but he he stood up and he said, look, you you people need to get training, buy buy guns, get training, and learn to defend yourselves. That's the only way that we're going to be able to curb this out-of-control crime. Uh, And he he did a good job up there. Uh, But, you know, but unfortunately, people like that can't stay forever. Okay, well, let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. Why, when you hear from the sheriff who was there participating, telling you this, the Butler County Sheriff telling you this, and many of you live in counties where your sheriff has told you this independently, and you've heard from sheriffs on this show who have told you the same thing, both from Arizona, Florida, a couple of them in Florida, a couple from Arizona, and Clark has been on the show before. You know, they'll tell you the same thing. Right. Why won't you have a director of the FBI who is telling the sheriffs these things, telling the American public these things? And by that, I mean that you're responsible for your own defense. Why won't the oh, director yeah. of the FBI? So well, let's just go there. He, he can never go there because, you know, that, that would be tantamount to admitting that the founders were right. And the Second Amendment is valid and that the uh, it's the right and duty of the people to be to be. Well, the defenders of their communities. But all uh, everything you just a, said is true. Why won't he say that? He won't. Well, I'm, uh, you know, he wants us to keep a job for a little bit. But, uh, you know, and the crazy thing, another takeaway from that is one of the, the threats that he brought up. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold right. on. We're, we're getting ready to take a break. 
I don't want to have to cut you off. When we come back, one of the threats he brought up is where we're going to go with Paul Markle, student of the gun, when we come back with him in the next segment. And the hour is going to fly by, ladies and gentlemen. It, it always does, particularly on a Friday. So buckle in. We'll get as much in with Paul as we can get. Yeah. Yeah. One of the threats. Well, then we'll go back to Paul Markle, student of the gun with that. We'll hear from Paul one of the threats that Ray was telling the sheriffs. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Oh, Greg, ask me who got two free bags of Defender Coffee today. I'm glad I just heard that rejoin. Uh, Mark, who got two free bags of Defender Coffee? Chad the Mailman. Chad the Mailman in the house. Hold on, we got to give him a little bit of something. Here you go. There you go. Chad the Mailman pulled up about 10 minutes before I went on air. He pulls up in front of the studio. I saw him come up. And he says, man, I got a ton of crap for you. Well, none of it was for me. Of except course. the bills. But my <laughs> wife got a, you know, cool stuff. My son got some golf stuff that he likes. And I got a Defender coffee box. And I already have a lot of Defender coffee here. And I said, you have not had the Defender coffee. He goes, is that what's in that? I said, yep. He goes, no, but I'd love to try it. I said, here you go, brother. And he's like, oh, my God, you're too kind. So maybe we can get Chad. He's busy, you know, but I would really like to get him on. And maybe we can get him on to talk about his, his Defender Coffee because he got a little windfall at Defender Coffee today. And he's really excited. DefenderCoffee.com, promo code AAR. Make sure to check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back to the Six Hour Studios, baby. X-Insurance presenting it all. So the one thing, what? No, the, the threats. So he mentioned a couple of threats. Number one was a drone threat and how the, the, the drones are being they're being used in the Ukraine. They're being used in Syria. They're being used by Iran. They were used by Hamas. And he said the federal government is not willing to share anti-drone or drone protection technology with us. And for those of you that don't understand, essentially, there are devices that can be used to jam a drone because it's a radio controlled device. Obviously there are devices that can be used to jam that, but the local authorities don't have any of that. So if you're local, if you've got a football game, a baseball game, if you've got, you know, a public event and a terrorist decides that they want to use a drone. And the fact is they're making these things overseas with, you know, $50, $100 Chinese drones they're putting explosives on them, and they're using them, and they're getting really good at it. Yeah, but none of those people are here in America. They, they can't get in. Oh, that's right, they can. We just walk them in, give them a plane ticket or a bus ticket, and send them to a city near you. Uh, so he said, he's like, they will not. That goes back to the the Biden won't talk to or won't meet with any of the the you know the the chiefs or the sheriffs or whatever. But the federal government, they have the technology. They possess the technology, but they're not going to share it with your local chief of police. They're not going to share it with your local sheriff department. Uh, that's for them, not for you. So if you are in, you know, Smithville, USA, 
and uh, a Syrian or an Iranian or a Jordanian or whatever decides they want to attack a local event of yours with a uh, an explosive-laden drone, there's nothing that your locals could do about it. There's nothing they can stop it short of seeing it and, you know, Barney Fife whipping out his six-shooter and blasting it out of the air. But you know that's not going to happen. Um, and so we have that. And then he goes on to talk about the cyber attacks. His Butler County Sheriff's Office, they're trying to get into the Sheriff's Department. They're trying to get into law enforcement computers. Why? To shut them down and to disrupt them. And what? And when he said that the Chinese attempted to infiltrate their computers, what he said, five times a day? I think it was five times a day. He yeah. said the Iranians are trying to hack our computers on average three times a day. And what happens if, you know, you're like, oh, well, who cares? What happens if the your local sheriff's computers get hacked and put down there's no dispatching everything is it's you know not like it used to be where a phone rang and and a human picked up an actual landline phone and talked to people now everything is routed through the computers all the dispatching all the ambulances all the fire department all of the police response it's all dispatched through the computers and why are they trying to hack that why are they trying to attack it and he said we need full-time people to deal with these threats. Do you not think that the United States government knows about these threats? How could the sheriff know about these? Well, you're telling me, well, the FBI has no idea. The CIA has no idea. The NSA has no idea that these threats are coming from these countries. And why do these countries feel emboldened to attack us? Because there's a diaper-wearing dementia puppet sitting in the White House that is a worldwide joke. Let's talk briefly about how one of those drone attacks could unfold. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about what could be anything from a handheld drone to a little bit more professional unit, but portable drones. We're not talking about one of the U.S. military's Air Force drones, okay, although those are possessed by the countries that we're talking about that hate us. But imagine, and Paul, stop me if I'm wrong, uh, or if you want to add anything to it, however, I've got broad shoulders, go right ahead. But imagine being at a, a high school football game on a Friday evening when an attack occurs. Forty drones come over the woods and hover over the football stadium and explode in locations around the football stadium on a regular, at the same time, coordinated. Now imagine multiple schools facing those, or, or high school football games facing an attack like that in unison in various places across the country, Paul. The government is not going to share the technology to stop no. that if they know it's got why. And is that how but, one of those attacks could unfold? Is that one scenario? Well, something else he brought up, he said that, that they are everyone is worried about. He said they're worried about, you know, the foreign interference, the Iranians, the Chinese, the Russians or whatever, interfering with national elections. He said, no, he said they're attempting to to hack into and interfere with local, state, and local computers. You know, or you know, maybe it's not an event. What about a power station? 
how hard is it to send something into a power station? The fact of the matter is, is how about shutting down local Internet service in your region, ladies and gentlemen? People. Heck, the sheriff brought it because when you lose your phone, he goes, you go into a state of panic until you find it. He goes, imagine knowing where your phone is and it just does not work. End of story. We used to be people would panic when the power went out. Now, let the Internet go out in a, in a city. and, and In an entire power. region. Well, well people, let the Internet go out in the southeast United States or the northeast United States, or the, the, as we refer to in the trucking business, the PNW, up where you are. Or you know, let it go out everywhere. Bring down a portion of the grid. We become so dependent on that technology. Well, we I feel so safe because I know Biden's in office. Well, I know Biden's in you office. Know. I know Biden's administration will never let that happen. That they're yeah, stopping they're people in the territory Wasilis at the borders. Oh, so I know yeah. this. I know. I've, I feel comfortable. And I know that there are people out there that would like to hack our election systems to see to it that Biden would get 81 plus million votes in the upcoming election. Oh, wait. That may have already happened. You know, I'm yeah, well, they already counted the votes. They've already, <laughs> they're, they're already, they're already printed counted. them. They're in warehouses waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good heavens. Yeah, it, it is frightening stuff, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on out there. And then when you couple that with what you saw last night, if you happen to watch that unbelievable press conference last night from Joe Biden, um, you know this country's in a very bad spot. A very bad spot. Uh, I, I, oh, there is, I, I like there what you is said a silver lining. I guess and, we just have to vote harder, right? We have to pull the lever harder in November. We have to push the, the, the Chad. We have to push the button angry. on the on the machine yeah. harder. Is that what we have to do? We have to vote angry? Well, we, we'd be all right if we still had the Chads, but they, uh, they convinced us that that was no good, that we needed to let computers count our votes now because computers can't be tampered with. You know, that's the safest. We have this. What did they say? We have the safest, most secure election system in the history of the country. Well, they want you to believe that's called gaslighting, ladies and gentlemen. That's how they get you to believe everything's right. That's why if you live in Pennsylvania and went to bed and Trump was up eight hundred thirty four thousand or eight hundred thirty four thousand votes. Well, you have to believe when you woke up, it flipped overnight while you were sleeping after they stopped counting and started recounting before you got up. We'll be back with Paul. One more segment. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Greg in Dallas, Texas. It's the final segment of this hour. It flew right by. Yeah, are you, yeah here we are. Planned for dinner? Are you doing a roadhouse steak? That actually sounds kind of good today. No, I, I typically do roadhouse on the weekends, uh, whether it's Sunday or maybe Saturday. Uh, I've actually kind of already had dinner because unless I have like a protein shake, because I fast in the evening. So, yeah, well, that sounds pretty good. Like maybe a roadhouse steak. It's, they're always good. A roadhouse near me, but. Yeah, I don't want to do longhorns or anything like that. No, I'm not a fan. Hey, by the way, oh, hey, Paul. Yes? Do, you know, I, I'm kind of angry about something right now, and I'm going to out this on the radio. Would you like to participate with me before we go to oh, Hawaii? Hawaii? Oh. Hawaii? Well, I, I want to I make sure that we got time to, to give people something good, all right? So let's make sure we do, at least we have, don't run out of time. I'll give, okay, I'll make sure that, that you're able to do that. We'll save you time for this. Is that Okay. 
Have you heard of the ultra right beer, the conservative beer, the guy that came out with the conservative beer? <laughs> it was no. Right? Have you heard about that? Well, ultra right beer. That was guy, no, no. It says it's actually called ultra right beer, and uh, he also came up with. Uh, he, he had the Trump mugshot on cans for a limited time. Well, I purchased a case of the ultra-right beer and one of the six-packs in the case, three of the regular ones, and the other six-pack was one of them. I made it there before you know I, I got it in, and I paid 75 bucks for a case of beer on October 1st. And it still ain't here. Oh. Now. October 1st. October 1st. I contacted the business. See, and I, I told the guy, you, you know, don't ever piss anybody off with a big microphone. <laughs> All right. This guy told me in November that my beer was shipping in exactly two weeks. Or in the end of October that it was shipping in two weeks by the 14th of November. Paul, what's the date today? Is it February 9th? Uh, yeah, it's not quite Valentine's Day yet. Yeah, come to find out, there was an article, I believe it was on Fox News, that the company is no longer responding to emails. And the CEO oh. said, we're just very, very busy. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, he's got everybody's money and he's making donations to Republican causes. That's great. Using my money, I paid you for a product I never got to make donations to people. I can do that on my own. I don't need you to do that. Now no longer responding to emails, mine included. And I just wanted to tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, if you're putting money, if you if you ever thought about buying any of that stuff, let the buyer beware. Those of us who have purchased that product and paid for it in advance back in October still do not have our product. Great cause, great product, and I was really nice in my email. Either offer me a refund or tell me when it's going to ship. Either one, just let me know. I'm willing to wait. No response. That's not a good way to do business. Period. Particularly when you have people like me willing to support you. And guess what? Uh Uh-uh. No. Goes the other way, too. It's a double-edged sword. So I'm just letting you know that, ladies and gentlemen. You do what you want with that. Maybe you're one that uh, paid for that and, uh, well, still haven't got your product all these months later. I just wanted to mention that because I can. (laughs) Paul, Hawaii. Hawaii has completely shunned the United States Supreme Court. Literally said Second Amendment is not an individual right because it's the aloha way. In other words, Hawaii just told the United States government, essentially, your constitution means nothing to us in Hawaii. Now, this is going to go over like bad smelling wind in a church pew. But yet again, another blue bag of FCC stuff, okay? Take it away, Paul. How have we gotten here where a United States state will do that? I've known for a long time that Hawaii is not this wonderful, you know, pristine jewel that they... It's all an illusion, you know, because it's pretty and it's warm, okay? The people there are racist. The people there are criminals. Hey, I live in my... Oh, shut up, Okay. Did you never watch Dog the Bounty Hunter? I've known people who lived in Hawaii. Okay, outside yeah. of the tourist areas, it's crime ridden, and that's what that's why the you know everyone is is all upset about you know their policies. They're like, oh, you don't have a right to carry a gun in public for self defense. The reason we need to 
is because your scum Democrat policies have created such drug infested crap holes here in Hawaii that we need it to defend ourselves against the criminals. But they don't want to hear that. Hear that. Uh, And, you know, let's let's be honest. The, The native Hawaiians are always talking about how we stole their land. I got a great idea. Give it back. Cut them off. Have we ever destated a state? I think it's time. I think it's time. You know what? Change our mind. You go your way, we'll go our way. Guess what you get? You get zero U.S. taxpayer dollars moving forward. None, not a, not a scrap. It, it's this, this ungrateful, liberal horse crap that we get out of these people. Uh, yeah, your your laws don't apply to us because we it's the Aloha way. Oh, you can take your Aloha way and stick it where the sun doesn't shine, homeboy. Uh, yeah, it, it's what we expect from a liberal tourist, a liberal blue state run tourist trap. And I, I have nothing to, good to say about Hawaii. Oh, but it's but isn't isn't expensive. that what's happening to the country anyway? Isn't the country really separating anyway? They're just making it easier. We've only got one and a half minutes. I want you to end on something positive. I'll give you the mic. Go for it. Tell me something fun. So last last time we uh, talked, and and I'm I'm down with this with the sheriff. We obviously believe that people who own guns and American citizens should have training and education. You know that's what we're all about. We've got Student of the Gun University. You could sign up for one of our pistol classes and start training today. You'll get access to the, uh, if you sign up for the pistol class, you'll get access to the home study portion right now. So you can start training before you even come to see us. But uh, since we last talked, we have partnered with Double Tap Ammo. Oh, good company. Yes, and they are going to uh, they're going to help us out and help you out and give you a little value added. So everybody who signs up for either the pistol, the Marshall pistol, the Marshall rifle, or the shotgun class is going to get complimentary when they show up for class a box of training ammo, box of nine mil training ammo, just complimentary, just because you're here. So that's just a one more value added thing that we're putting on there. Oh, I'm uh, carrying yeah. their rounds in my 38s, my, in my 38s, and my 357s. That's good, hard hitting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Double tap, double tap is so, the yeah. deal. Paul, where can people TGU. find you? Because we're at the end of the show. Go S-O-T-G-U. to SOTGU, and you can. We've got classes coming up in Texas. We're, we're we're putting our money where our mouth is. We're going to Texas to train people. We're going to Tennessee to train people. Uh, we'll be training people all summer here in Utah and Wyoming. So. Uh, the time to train is now. Not Paul, I'm going to take one of your courses. Future. I'm going to take one of your courses. I'm telling you that live on the air. I, I'm going to find a way to get out there. Time is of the essence, but I'm going to find a way to do that. And I'd like to take some of your long range out in Wyoming, which would be an awful lot of fun. But you're it coming is. close. Fantastic. You're coming close to me in Tennessee. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful, too. Uh, but we are coming close to Tennessee. We'll see what we can work out. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Paul Markle, student of the gun. He's a great guy. Check out Student of the Gun University. That's S-O-T-G-U dot com. S-O-T-G-U dot com. And Paul's written a few books, too, from what I understand. I think dozens of them. I've lost count. I think he's lost count. Make sure to check out Student of the Gun and everything that they do. S-O-T-G-U dot com. Armed American Radio is going to continue in the next hour. Uh, Greg? I want you to have a great Friday and a great weekend. We're certainly going to do the same. Sunday's Monster Cast is another huge lineup. You don't want to miss it. Enjoy your day, guys. We'll see you on the radio.
just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 